0: coming up its house the society has with regards to healing and what I'm talking about is me working and living in Glasgow like the quick kind of conversation speaking of around uh, connecting energy feeling stuff for me speaking to people about healings across and people in other countries you know like somebody in Dubai for instance having a one healing and his sperm counting up 100 counts. You know, like I can't kind of have that conversation with, there's maybe only 5% of people that will really get that. But that's the truth of life that we can actually run energy and help people and assist people energetically without any contact. So that's kind of what arose there and how difficult being in a place that a judge slightly backwards regards to uh, moving forwards and into the modern way of thinking and being. I'm talking about, as I think of you living in Bristol, Brad, where I'm relocating to, where I can go and speak to probably 50% of the streets there in Bristol. You know, I could probably have conversations about energy healing with at least 50% in my last visit. Whereas in Glasgow, I'm lucky to find somebody that I can have that conversation with. So I'm having to live in such a small space, in a way, that's dismissing the nucleus and the main part of my actual reality of life is seeing and feeling and and, and, and vibing through life as opposed to being in the psychological realm to thinking it and being it. You know, there's something different for me that... Uh, And that's maybe goes uh, on to what you were kind of speaking around that I was talking about how uh, I'm this powerful healer and and I've been really scared to say that. Mm. And then I regress myself back to feeling worthless and full of shame and guilt and that I'm the worst person on this planet. So just as we're speaking, I've realised like the relocation will be phenomenal because it's going to allow me to be me. In fact, this is like, this is a beautiful thing that's happening here for me because this is dropping so many things into place about how I'm living even I've had to live my life. Kind of living it in that box out with actually, that's the nucleus of my, that's my happy reality. You know, it's not that I want to have these conversations, but I want the capacity that people are connected to be able to talk in the full spectrum in my knowing and my feeling and being as opposed to having to come into the of mainstream uh mind and we are thinking and then again i'm going to bring it back to healing and medicine how i was talking to someone today that uh they told me she's got this thing for life and only last week i met a woman who's just healed the same thing that this woman has believed in our system and around, uh, with a connection with our medical support team of doctors that they've told her okay you're going to need to live with this condition.
1: What's the condition?
0: Uh, the condition is, well, there's three a three things running the system. It's a hormonal imbalance. For me, it stems from an endocrine gland that's not functioning. And her symptoms are she's very sensitive, hypersensitive. Because I was making quotes the other day. She's from Holland. I was making quotes the other day and she came in and started sneezing. And she says, no, I'm allergic to, to, to uh, cooking bread. That was the way she turned it. Uh, and I thought, wow, that's such a strange allergy. That's And, and that can be like, fixed and, and in a way very simply fixed. You know, and I'm not saying that like, it's simply fixed, i.e. can unblock the energy and emotion that's stuck there that's causing her to be hypersensitive because... She's not just hypersensitive physically, i.e. with uh, the cough when she's red or different, weird uh, scents that that cause her. She's hypersensitive because she's so stuck, edgy, or angry. She told me she's not an angry person, but it's right there, and she could snap in an instant. So she's hypersensitive in her physical body and her emotional body, and she doesn't know that. Whereas I was speaking to somebody last week that was up doing a, a medicine ceremony, a frog medicine ceremony, the Cambo. I'm sure you've heard that. I don't know if you've experienced <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. I, I loved the medicine. You know, it had a really profound cleaning and hearing and, and purging effect for me. So this woman had had these allergies and this Cambo and been cleared. So I'm having to live my life in this box, meeting and talking to these people and trying to break their psyche, their doctors, the pharmaceuticals programming in here. So I've actually got a battle in my hands to help somebody heal, you know, and actually that's my real work as a healer is it's not actually doing the healing, but opening that woman up. And I've just realized this in chat. My work as a healer, you know, because it's not just about like healers are not never healing. Even when we're being rude to somebody in the street, you know, there's method and are madness. I'm not saying it's right. You know, it's like the, you heard of the ancient Yogi master that threw a student out the window to awaken him. You know, and all the rest of the students were appalled and some of them left And this guy come up with a broken arm and enlightened.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and you, so there's kind of, uh, and also, it's very unorthodox when you're working in this realm it doesn't operate in the, in the same patterns or energies or any functional way that the, the thought realm where most people live operates you know like that, that this realm's totally illogical when you say realm which what are you what are you referring to right beautiful so the realm of, the us the, talk about the, a different dimension people they love each other in relationships, and they shout and bawl and they battle on the feet, or we go to hatred and abuse, and they call that love. I'm talking about the realm of maybe a realm of purer love of that compassionate love.
1: Okay. So just to get this clarified, this, so you're an you're an energy healer, and then um, you'll explain hopefully a little bit more just now what that is, right? And uh, and then do you live in that realm? <laughs> I'd love to.
0: It? That, that's the ideal. <laughs> Pure right? love, right? <laughs> right, right. So, no, no, no. Unfortunately, most healers, that's the journey of a healer. And I believe we're all healers in some level, every single person. And we're all healing ourselves. If you think about it, and, and you know the work we do, we're yeah. all healers, you know, and we could take men through trainings, and uh, they're healing themselves as much as we're holding the space. So, and I believe we all have evolved to this level of. Being a healer like myself, that works with energy. You can see things and patterns in people's energy fields and different blocks. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's part of a evolution because I believe we're all going to eventually live in that unconditionally loving place where the Jesus and the yogi masters, the Yoganandas, the paramash. there's many Jesus is Christ. You know, that's just, again, that thing, Jesus, is a frequency. It's like a vibe. It's like maybe classical music, and most people are li- living and enjoying rock. Okay. You know, so that's what I mean by the frequency. And I'm not talking about that's a very high realm. It's certainly it's a frequency that us healers, we access in our healing sessions.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so that Jesus thing, that that person actually lives, it's a, it's a frequency. It's a note.
1: And, and when you say that Jesus thing, what do you mean by that? You mean this attainment of a of a state of what, like peace or uh, yeah, just a, a,
0: a, a totally self accepting human being, somebody that's totally one with themselves. They've owned all their 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 great parts and they've also owned all their shadow parts. The what we do, so they've owned the darkness and they actually feel at ease with the entire part of the what exactly the conversation we were having just beforehand is totally, but like me, uh, really embracing I Like, frankly, every time I, I do a great healing and then maybe a week later I've something happens and I'm feeling so ashamed and I'm feeling like the worst human in the planet. Mm. So until I fully embrace that, and like exactly what I'm talking about, this is who I am. I'm this guy who's very blessed and, and, and also burdened by this healing journey, you know, that I'm on and that I've been taking and uh, and and actually accepting that part of me, that's the part I've been trying to change and the change is accepting it. So back to these frequencies, you know, like that vibe, that classical music, you No, know, if you're not into classical music, it can really irritate you. If you just like rock music, eventually and it's also it's funny that's because i was only into dance music as a young guy and then and now i love every genre of music you know classical jazz rock so as i've opened up myself it's funny that it really is so let's let's say jesus is just a beautiful musical note that lives on the planet most people can't hear because they're listening to rock fm Mm. So that that musical note is the the, the frequency that, that us healers connect to. We don't live there, you know. That's the ultimate is to live in that peaceful frequency. But yeah. The journey the healers kind of dancing between the space. We can access the space for a short periods of time with our clients, and we just we're not we're not healing. We're not healers, you know. Like anybody in my table is the healer in that moment. As much as I'm there, I I can just. Through the work, I've done access enough to get myself out the road to, to just connect to a different place, a different smell, scent, sound, taste, frequency in a way.
1: Okay, cool. So there's lots of questions here. <laughs> uh, let's, let's take take one more. So, what just happened there? What did you just do? Right. And you did that.
0: Yeah. So, what I was doing was just kind of bringing my energy up through my body mm-hmm. and connecting into the center, an energy center here. It lives, it was actually in the center of the there because there's one at the front and the back. Most people think these centers are all at the front. Mm-hmm. And what are, one... they,
1: are they? Are you talking about chakras?
0: I don't know. Well, yeah, energy centers, uh, yeah, uh, power centers, and also. The exact same, we could also say endocrine glands to really bring it at the level of people that think on the psychological level. Mm. So I'm really tapping my end. I was waking an endocrine gland there up, but then as I opened that up, it just produced a tiny amount more hormone that dropped into the next gland that produced more hormone that dropped into the next and just dropped a piece through my body. So that's what we'll do. Uh, what was your, your question again was where did I go? So Yeah, yeah just, I, was I was just curious
1: as to, to what was happening there at the time. Yeah, I, I feel was like just
0: tapping that energy centre, Brad, and that endocrine gland, one the same thing. The energy feed that feeds the endocrine gland in here, the pineal gland. They call it the master gland, funnily enough. Uh, so I was just awakening that up a wee bit just to feel... To feel instead of just talking, what I was talking about, I was just talking about something there, so I was more embodying the energy of uh, of the presence and the frequency that I'm talking about. Did that make sense? And sense
1: yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, there is a lot going on there in the conversation. I mean, um, you know, so so you're like you say, you're an energy healer, and in, so I'm curious for one thing about you know, so what is an actual what's your definition of an energy healer and then how does somebody come about being one right uh and then you know and then there's more questions but let's just cover right.
0: yeah. they are both beautiful questions Brad. both beautiful questions so i'll start with this one uh what is an energy healer an energy healer is someone that feels vibes so you're getting a party and you feel good vibes, everybody's been in a place and felt either good or bad frequencies. Hmm. Energy healers are maybe more aware of their frequencies at a, a very subtle level. So as opposed to feeling a group energy, maybe energy healers can feel the energy of the, 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 the individual person. And within that individual person, there's different levels of their energy. So they've got an energy in their physical body It's a a certain musical note, but their mind, the mental body that runs through the entire physical body is a different frequency. It's a different musical note, but it sits within the note. It's not like there's one note beside a note or on top of a note. They're actually entwined. So they're within, because one of them is actually lines of energy. So the physical body, when I look at the physical body and I'm just looking at that one, energy, it's lines, light lines that hold the structure in place. And, and are you just, um, are you
1: born with an ability to be able to see this, or how do you come about tapping into that?
0: I think we all have this, I, I believe we all have this capacity. I'm not special, I want to say that I'm not a special person. I'm special as i stupid mm. and wrong, but I am. But with regards to, it, you're going to believe we all have the capacity. And what I mean by that is once, uh, like the work we do, we heal the physical body and we ground ourselves more. Mm. So we get more into the body. We come out of the the head, out of the mind. So most people I see, half of them, half of their being is not in the body. Because this is where we store our trauma in the cells, the memory has in the cells. So they're actually living in a yellow bubble here, which is a mind which is a different frequency from the physical body. You know, so like ones maybe cloudy waves, the emotional body is not into to light. There's no structure to the emotional body that lives obviously inside the physical body is where emotions are. Mm-hmm. So when I look at that dimension, that frequency, that, that musical note, that classical, then it's a wave pattern. And that's our emotions are many go with flow, but most of these repressive emotions. And make them stagnant and they go into wee blocks that then explode out energetically emotionally and shouting and bawling and then back in the box and i'm a happy person that's not getting any anger that's what we're talking about does yeah, that so make so, sense
1: yeah so this is what happens to people because we are all uh, you know there's the scientific side of things and then there's the kind of metaphysical right and the esoteric side of things and uh, that theories on the esoteric and metaphysical is that we're made up of energy right you know we, we're, we're made up of energy and we emit certain frequencies so as an energy healer you're just somebody who naturally gets to see these things and these patterns because i like i I've, i I sense energies for sure you know what i mean i sometimes i'll pick up things and i'll go that isn't mine you know but i didn't know that for a very long time i just get angry or i'd get sad or whatever you know as a kid um, and sometimes i just walk up to people as well like and, and i don't know what it was i remember walking up to ladies back home in south africa when i was okay like, and i was like auntie everything's going to be okay and she said what are you talking about and i'm like oh, no, no just everything's going to be okay and she started bawling her eyes out <laughs> you know and um, so so i I'm, like you say i think we can all feel those things and see those things and perhaps what you were saying our uh, sort of mind interferes with that right so because yeah. because emotions and and energy houses itself in the body, and there's traumatic responses to things there as well. But most people in the world we live in live up here, and that gets in the way of this. It gets in the way of feelings and and energy. So people probably... We probably sort of work ourselves out of that, right? That's how I'm understanding this. Beautiful. Uh, So as an energy healer, you... Because I've never seen musical notes and things, like those beams of light. I don't think I've ever seen that. Right? Not that I can... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not that I, I complain. Can I give
0: you a dutching healing before right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we've done it a few times. Yeah, we have. Aye, aye. And, and I'd definitely like to touch on that later and how that works. Yeah. So we're just clarifying. So you're an energy healer, and then in order to help people heal, and you've got to tap into their energy fields, but by, by changing your frequency, touching yourself on the head or doing whatever you do and accessing this higher plane puts you in a place where you can help adjust their energy levels and frequencies. And, and so you release traumatic blocks. You, you studied for this as well, right? Like, so so this you do have to learn how to do these things. There's, there's a kind of method to it, right?
0: Right, that was beautiful, yeah. Brad. I want to go back there. Cause actually I believe he used to be all born energy healers. I think every child is an energy healer. Yeah. And we knock it out them, cause sure. the kids. Kids see the other realms, the realms that I'm talking about here. Children live in that dimension. They're, imagine, they're talking to their guides continuously. we tell them, there's nothing there, you're stupid. So the child thinks, I'm talking to my guides, which makes me stupid. I don't want to be stupid. So they shut that part down. To It'd be like an,
1: imagine- an imaginary friend when a child has an, we call it an imaginary friend as adults, right? Right. Just to just to kind of be able to categorize it and make sense of it.
0: Beautiful, yeah. Right. Yeah. So every child like just like yourself. And that that took me to yeah. actually most children are phenomenal healers, but we educate them to be as I'm just gonna say the truth, as stupid as the majority of adults in society today who are God loving, like myself, foolish, and only because I was taught to be foolish. You know, I was born very wise and very sensitive and I knew like you did as a child when you approached the old woman, helped her release her her pain. You know, she was releasing stored emotions there. That's very healing, very cathartic, which opens space up for for lighter energy because that energy is darker or heavier, as we'd call it in the matter realm. So what we do as energy healers is we actually charge that matter up, that darker matter up, turn it into a wave. So it's changing, it's one and the same thing in a way, a wave and a particle. We're made of both waves and particles. Most people only see the world of particles, material. I just see both worlds, so both sides of a human being, which is we're both waves and we're both particles. And this is, as much as like, this sounds very esoteric, this is actually coming from mainstream science now. You know, and you said, did I study? I actually studied four years with, uh, a woman who she was the first uh, female ever to work at NASA back in the 60s and helped us land on the moon. She's a physicist and also what they call a bat, she's got two physicists, one's a physicist and also a bioenergetic physicist. So the bioenergies are like her heart energy. That realms bioplasma, that's an entire reality, Brad. That's the reality of the angels and the demons where they're at war. I don't want to go too deep metoderic. I'm going to bring it back. I'm really tapping and feeling into that realm at the minute. So that's a realm that we really, as humans, are kind of trained, conditioned through our societal system, and certainly in the Western world, to avoid the plague. Because there's a lot of pain in uh, healing ourselves and opening up. Because, and what I mean by the pain, is pain of, like my work as a healer here, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll get that little boy that was told he was stupid 25 years later as a 30-year-old man He thinks he's stupid because he sees things that other people don't see. So he's actually got a beautiful gift and a very valuable gift. Two seconds. Who is it? I'm on a call. Thanks. I'll speak to you in a bit. Uh, So back to that wee boy It was told he was stupid because his reality was not the same as somebody who was really blocked up and living in a belief system as opposed to, most people don't live in reality of the child, they live in a system of beliefs and actually project their entire reality, they don't see any truth, they project everything from the blocks inside them and make a world up to suit the blocks. So I'll I'll bring it back to that wee five-year-old boy who told he was stupid. He comes and sees me when he's there and he says, I just feel stupid in everything I do. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. I'll be with that guy and I'll start to feel that vibe in him. I'll I'll feel what I'll call a distorted frequency. I'll then tap into that and I'll track it back. I'll go into his vibe. I'll take some of my vibe this bioplasma, we're moving bubbles of energy and we give off streamers sometimes. Bah, we take it back, we share. <clears throat> so I'll actually track into that frequency. I'll go down his musical note right to the bass and I'll start to run some energy there. And I'll sense into it with my different senses. So I'll sense into it with my heart mm-hmm. and I will be here a wee boy crying. You know, as I I tune into all my chakras internally, this internal chakra lets me see what people don't see. This internal chakra lets me smell things inside people. So these chakras sense internally in the body. So I'll go into a different chakra. If I want to feel the emotion that lives in there, I'll go into my second, I'll go into my emotional chakra and I'll, I'll I'll sense it from that body. If I want to then maybe feel the, the belief system that's inside that trauma, I'll go into my mind, my, my solar plexus chakra, I'll go into my thinking chakra and I'll track it back and see if and it might come up. I, I will then have a belief, I am stupid. Okay, and then I'll maybe, when I go into this chakra, I'll maybe as I close my eyes and I just hold the field or the energy, I'll maybe my internal vision, see a wee boy with a guide. So it kinda gives you wee, it's like a map energy, you get a picture and then you let the picture close itself. So I'll sense these different parts and then I'll just wait, I'll do nothing but one energy there. And that man might all of a sudden just start crying. Out the blue, he's never cried in his life and he might go into a pool of grief. He might all of a sudden just scream and ball through the top of his lungs. He might puke. A lot of clients will actually throw up if we've got shame. Like you've seen a hundred times in the training the what we do with the men, mm. you no know, men being sick in buckets. So I've had so many clients when I'm running energy that actually are physically sick because it's just charged up enough love underneath the shame to push it out. Because that energy is lighter and that so this is a lighter wave I'm running in. And the lighter wave put pushes the denser matter, the heavy emotional shit, the baggage, the dark shit, mm. pushes it up. And then sometimes releases it, or I can't just push it up enough for to give them a more insight, or bring it more into their conscious awareness, and give them what to do around it, depending on their their healing journey. You know, does that make sense?
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, sure it does. I mean, um, so so yeah, you can tap in to you can sort of catch a ride on their energy field, kind of follow it, and you can you're a seer of sorts, right? So you you see things. You've been doing this work for ages, so I guess you, you know what you're looking for. You've you've studied it. You've when you're studying, you're practicing, and all of those things. Um, so you kind of ride the wave of whatever frequency they're on, and that frequency will lead you somewhere. And then you'll see things, and those things give you the clues, right? Um, and then you help just kind of give it a nudge, um, and what will be will be for that for that person. Um, having said that, I mean I've had a couple with you as well, um, and You you do it at a distance as well, which is something we can talk about, uh, because I think a lot of people would feel like, well, why don't, how can you not be in the same room and do this? Um, But I've had Reiki, I've had chakra balancings before and things like that. And I really feel better after those things. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel more whole, I feel like less angry, less anxious, less nervous. I feel calmer, more peaceful. And I've had some from you where none of those things have happened though, right? I don't have to throw up. I don't have to puke. I don't have to, to cry. I don't have to, you know, scream at the top of my lungs. But I mean, what's happening in those instances then? Because an energy healing it can be, is just very calming too. Um, and, and when there's no sort of physical reaction or anything like that, what's, what's happening in those instances?
0: Uh, beautiful, Brad. So what's happening there is I'm just connecting to it. Let's just see like that your energy field is like a blob, a bubble of energy. So I'll just connect to that and see what it's wanting. I'm I'm not in charge of any of this. I'm not doing anything, really. I'm kind of allowing myself to be guided now in the work. You know, the minute I step into healing mode, that person's in charge. Their soul or their higher guidance, their higher intuition, all that way. Between my higher side and that higher side is what runs the healing, really. And what I mean by that is like the wise voice inside your head that tells you not to do something, you do it anyway. That's like the higher part of someone. You know, we've always got this wise voice. Everybody's so that's like the higher part of themselves that tells them don't go, don't go out tonight because you're, you're you're working in the morning. And it's going to be horrible. In the amount of times I've done this about a thousand times, I've went out and work has not been nice in the morning. You know, so. I'm working more with that wiser part in myself and the client. And that's, they're the parts that's kind of guiding the healing at that time. So you're right, most people that come, certainly for the first few healings anyway, what they'll feel is just really lighter, happier, calmer, and also, I don't know if you know more sensitive. Mm. When you,
1: know, you say more sensitive, what do you mean?
0: So maybe when you're walking into nature and you all of a sudden just think, oh, wow, the trees look beautiful today.
1: Sure. All Uh, right, so like an awareness, like an awareness of stuff, sensitivity to my surroundings rather than emotionally sensitive.
0: More awareness, that's that's a great way of calling it. So basically because I've kind of cleaned up these sensing energy centers in in the client, so they gives them a, basically, I clean them, I recharge them and I rebalance them and they can remain once we go deeper. And it's all right. I know you're tired. You to healthy, can yawn No, areas. no, it's okay. Yeah, Sorry. It's, it's actually been wrong, wrong, wrong. a lot of people yawning healing because it's really releasing. So when yeah. I'm yeah. talking, it might be that it's, as well. It's natural. I mean, don't,
1: don't worry about it. It's not like, because I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, man, they, they, they just maybe going each nature. Somewhere they've walked a hundred times and all of a sudden being awe.
1: Yeah, I can testify to that. Like just, uh, just seeing colours popping, pop trees and plants and just the surroundings and things a little bit more after the healings and, yeah, feeling like I'm definitely more in harmony, and in tune with nature and my surroundings. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can, I can absolutely testify to that. Uh, so that's, so that like, I just had all the rubbish scrubbed off. Yeah,
0: probably seventy five percent healings are there. They leave you feeling like that. It's just once I've been working with someone a while, I know their energy field and I know how it's gonna go that I will take them into the kind of and this is the astral world, this is a the love world. Mm. You know, that wee boy had shut down a bit of his love for himself and his father the day he was told he was stupid. He also shut down a part of his heart because that's what's connected to this beautiful guide.
2: Mm.
0: So that heart gets shut down, that energy closes. And gets clogged and blocked and we cover it up with armour, mesh if you think about it in the realms to protect that vulnerable pup that's been really wounded but the problem is this is where we're all working all of us coaches in this amazing team we have that wee boy blames himself and he starts to attack himself psychologically for being stupid because his dad was so unaware and so insensitive and unaware. Because his dad was a fool. He told the child something to make the child a fool. And that's just how we condition our children in the Western world. And some of the East. But they're very much more open in a way to this. You no know, the work I'm talking about, but just allowing people to be themselves and not closing them in, and if that a box. And basically what we're done in the UK is we're, we're, we're giving our children thousands of these you're stupids to fit them into something stupid enough to skip, sit in a school chair for four and five hours in a day when it wants to be climbing trees, bouncing, playing, playing, loving, hugging, sexing, everything that children do in a healthy way, we break it away for them and that's why we are so busy in our, our world i.e. with a with this uh, group of men that would run as therapists and also a uh, part of the bigger world the, the, the mankind project in charity so my work has held one block that's what i call a blocky. so when you when that we child unlocks that eventually that's that's eight healings down that's not first healing stuff that's preparing their energy field to be able to feel that pain because that that man that 30 year old man will need to feel the pain of the child to heal and release the child's sadness being told it was stupid. Sadness at losing its guide, anger at it itself for being stupid and not being as good as its foolish dad. And I love mums and dads, and oh, I'm a foolish dad. I only acknowledge that, much. We're all uh, thinking and being the same way and parenting. I am, as I talk. So, I need to prepare them first to get ready to actually. If a man's never cried 30 years in his life, or he's not cried since five because he was told, Don't cry, boys, don't cry, then that's 30 years, that's 25 years of backed up sadness. It's a shitload of sadness. I'm and sorry. how does
1: that manifest, right? So you said earlier, like this, this, the guy might show up and say, Well, I'm just terrible at everything. But how does that block? How does that manifest? In his life, like what what would be happening
0: to someone? It manifests in many levels. Let's start with the physical body. He might might have heartburn or indigestion, he might have uh, an irregular heartbeat because the heart energy is not running through. So, he may have a heart condition that requires him to medicate. He may not, he might have that would give him low blood pressure. You know, so that it would stimulate if he was going to have high or low blood pressure, that wounding would give that man or that person that being low blood pressure. So that would be the physical body. That's the first part It would manifest. Not always. The second part would be emotionally. Maybe in relationships, if his partner eh, innocently and jokingly says, oh, you're so stupid, like she was coming from a good place and a loving place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He would maybe break and go enraged and want to kill her you know and that's a bit bit, but actually it's his dad like all that energy and all that anger towards his dad will come out directly in that moment and maybe for the first time ever towards his beautiful partner that he loves because he couldn't contain the block the emotions run the show it also may manifest uh, in in his own uh, life where he's scared to uh, talk about esoteric stuff. So people will be having conversations, and they may be scared to input into a conversation in case he gets judged as stupid, but uh, not so much conversational, but because it's something he's seen. It may be that his friends are talking about something beautiful in the distance, and they might actually have a fear of acknowledging that in case, because it's related to he was seeing something on a higher level of sight, but he was seeing his but he's his guide, he's his wise self. So it may manifest them being in a group and being scared to speak when they're talking about things that they'll that's beautiful and they see. You know, it can be, and that's just what's coming to me intuitively. That's no any diagnosis because I don't diagnose, I don't prescribe anything at all, and I've never have. And I've had thousands, hundreds of clients come off medicines. You know, I don't tell them, I don't what I tell clients because so many. Most clients that come to me, come in medicine, and leave off medicine. Yeah. I mean, okay. as you're
1: talking, as you're talking and explaining those things, I'm thinking, men and women. I'm thinking, well, I know somebody who's got that. I know someone who's got that. You know, I've had certain things. Uh, my brother's got that. You know, this has happened to my sister, and I can see some of the stuff. I know some of that history as well, right? So I, I can see how some of that stuff might uh, might manifest, and and interesting, yeah, interesting that because there's too much medication. in my judgment. Anyway, too many people are just put on meds for stuff that doesn't really need medication, you know, and then they have to take medication to compensate for a side effect of the first set of medication that they were taking. And they just end up on loads and loads of different kinds of meds. It's funny, let um, me re- just
0: come in because this is important, Brad. The first no. woman who came to me, the woman who actually, a, a doctor, this woman who eventually ended up with cancer and healed herself working alongside me but she came taking seven daily medications and actually the first, she only needed one for her heart, she didn't need it but she, she was on it because the doctors are very much under pressure to prescribe because let's face it the pharmaceutical company want us all sick, it's their business yeah. model Sounds they actually, right. and they're probably 50% responsible for the majority of sickness, illness, and disease. That's a bold statement in society today. So this woman come and seven medicines she's on, and actually the other six were side effect blockers for the original first. So she came off, and, and I'll tell you this story, because is really relevant to what we're talking about. This woman healed her own cancer, but she also was told by a doctor, and this is healers are an orthodox, so When we kind of got her off the the medicines, the last one was the heart medicine, so it was anti-inflammatory, anti-hystamine, one for a bladder, one for a bladder, blah, blah, blah. blah. As they do, starting, the usual suspects. Everyone she dropped, she became healthier. Everyone. noticeably healthier with everyone. Uh, And I never say, what I tell people is, your body will let you know. When it's had enough medicine,
1: and they come in one day and say, Robert, I didn't take that medicine, I've not been taking it for a week. I didn't, and I say yeah, That's- I, know, I know someone, a family member who's a female who's had uh just problems since she was a teenager, uh, and there was always something wrong with her low energy, sick all the time, couldn't you know, just wasn't operating at, at optimum. Uh, every time she went to the doctor, they would just say, Well, we don't know what's going on. You know, so they they pulled all sorts of things out. Uh, there was an irregular heartbeat. There was low iron in the blood, fibromyalgia, endometriosis, all of these things. Uh, and she was really struggling. And, um, you know, she's over 40 now. And uh, recently, this year, she came off all of the medication that she's been put on. She just had a little epiphany. And she decided not only that, but she also came off her contraceptive pill. I mean, that's her own decision. But all of that stuff, and she just changed. She's right. just changed. Yeah, yeah. So coming coming off the meds and and, and having an energy <laughs> Right. just like that. that.
0: Just like that. And as you say that, I'm I'm reminded of a place a woman I worked with who for three years had produced no saliva, no saliva, Try <laughs> mouth. She's had, uh, she's been all the specialists in Europe. Nobody can help her. She's got a scar from here to year because you've got two saliva lobes this side, one here. They've taken one out. She's taking medicine that doesn't work. This is what really changed me from being a a very successful personal trainer coach to a, not calling myself that, but a healer. This woman, uh, I learned her technique for free. I'd been studying with a guy from New Zealand in the personal training world. And he taught us, or he learned us a technique, very basic called EFT, tapping. You've heard it, Brad?
1: Yeah, emotional freedom tapping,
0: yeah. Right? And I'd never used it before, and I got it with this woman who had no saliva for three years. Every doctor's tried to treat her, nobody can help her. I sat in a room with this woman, and she tapped herself on the points, specific points. And we caught around one side. You also repeat an affirmation. She did another round, so that's one round, both sides, one round. She did four, I'd actually seen it work with two rounds, both sides, where a woman who had sinus problems for 12 weeks, no sinus, no breathing, no block. Tapped herself, grunted like a pig and breathed. So back to the woman with the saliva. She did four rounds each side and looked funny and did this. Robert, I've got saliva. I wasn't even conscious enough at that point in my career because I was working with painful tinesis because I'd seen it work. It was actually a fluke. Mm. She says, Robert, I have got saliva. For the first time in three years, I've got saliva. And mm. that, that day, that moment, that woman changed my life and my career path because I realized the human body can heal itself so easily with such simple techniques and Basically, all what's happening is energy points. And these come from Chinese. I work with energy medicine. I also really love working with Chinese medicine, which is meridian pathways. As much as I work with the aura and the chakras, I also love working with the meridian pathways that relate to the organs. So EFT relates to the meridian, the Chinese system of medicine. So I'm sure an acupuncturist would have had the same result with that woman. But she's so we are so brainwashed Brain, I'm going to rephrase that. It's not the right thing. Yeah. We're so mind-programmed to deplete our own healths, to get get on medicine, to serve the agenda, the machine we live within, that people like myself, I'm scared to tell the majority of people in Glasgow what I do. I never... People say, what do you do? I mess a bit with, but I'm very, I very—I would never just say it's on I'm healer.
1: You know? Yeah, you said you you started the conversation by saying that you know there's uh, you know there's not a lot of people where you live in Glasgow that can meet you on the level of conversation. I mean, and that's it's a very industrial city, Glasgow as well, isn't it? So, and these things that we're talking about—they're quite very esoteric, very metaphysical, very kind of out of the realm of what we've been programmed to do um yeah and uh and from what i understand of glasgow as well it's a very kind of macho uh, sort of society right there's a lot of aggression don't talk to me about that funny stuff it's quite old school quite old school just hard working you know don't take any shit
0: yeah so so that's uh that's what makes it really uh challenging for me, Brad, and why I'm I'm not saying I'm, I'm coming to Bristol to just free myself so as I can express my full being for a yeah. while. And excuse me, really build it strong. That work will be great. and That, that would be a to work. I, did I hope you got, got that in the video. Yeah, I want to <laughs> edit it out. Don't
1: worry.
0: <laughs> so, uh, bye. <laughs> so, back to moving to Bristol. I want to really just embody and ooze Healing without seeing it, have it oozed from me, you know. And then once I'm that strong, then come back to Glasgow. But and, and also that security and that 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 net at the bottom, of having that as opposed to then security traveling, actually having a home. Because I've travelled so much, studied in different countries: India, Thailand, the USA. You know, Bali. Studying this kind of stuff. You know, I go away for months at a time, and and I find that the shamans of the tribes, I go to quite rural places when I go to these places, you know, I don't go to the, the tourist parts, you know, in Thailand, I went the exact opposite way to school and I ended up in a, a village in the mountains, so then these people, they don't use medicine, they don't need it, you know, I'm not saying they don't get sick, but they don't really use medicine, they, they, they do take it, you know, because they live in the modern world, but they have healers in these tribes, so I'll go And, uh, and it might be the old lady in Thailand that gives you a massage for a pound It's heal healer,
2: mm.
0: You know, so I go and I'll go and get a healing maybe every single day with a person that's only cost me a pound because I feel so amazing because they're working in my energy. So I'll go away and get rejuvenated for a month at a time I usually do it in January whenever he's feeling really low and depressed. I actually go to take myself the opposite way, so as I can hold space for people that will be coming to me that are low and depressed in the start of the year. So, uh, and that where did that come from? Yeah, back to Glasgow and uh, yeah, uh, challenged by having these uh, been not being able to be and you own myself as a powerful energy. Healer. Yeah, and you
1: don't want to be uh, well. I'd imagine you know it's not to be in a place where you have to try and convince people. Of what you do right and how it's a good idea you want to be speaking to people that that want it and sort of come to understand it it's like everybody can use it you know everybody can benefit from it but people can only benefit from stuff and use stuff if they subscribe to it do you know what i mean if they're closed off to it there's no chance man. right you know there's no chance that they're going to come and it's not up to us uh, to have to try and convince people because that's just a battle that's a war and you know this is I mean, enough of the war
0: Right, and that's why I'm leaving Glasgow. Just exactly, that was beautiful what you said there, Brad. That's why it's just too hard for me in Glasgow at the minute, you know, just with my situation in life and and the things you know. But uh, with leaving the school and the COVID, like that's why I'm coming to Bristol to work for probably a year anyway, so as I can just, I don't need to, I'm having to fight to help people. Mm. I, I want people to come to me say i need help you know and that's really distorted my capacity for healing and why i'm, I'm relocating because i'm not as, as 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 operational as a healer because of that thing you just said so concisely succinctly and beautifully as that i need to fight that say actually i can really help you so uh, yeah, it's, not,
1: it's not your tribe it's not not your village in glasgow right
0: Aye, bro, that's it. sadly, and I love it, it's so in my heart, and it's been so, that's stuck me here so long, because I'm scared, i no not scared, I'm attached to my tribe, but actually, the best thing for my tribe at the minute is for me to leave Glasgow and go and uh, be in Bristol, where I can just live self. I can be myself, I can talk about myself with the majority of people, because it's such a more open, free, awakened city, in my judgement, uh, as just as. And then eventually come back to Glasgow with uh, with that, everything I've spoken about, people have actually being ready and open and just knowing Robert's back and go, go to him for a healing, you know. And knowing a big, I don't want my name to be there as a healer, you know, that used to be. I had it as a personal trainer. I was in the National Newspaper Centre, of course, with you know. So uh, it's, it's actually the opposite now. For me, it's all about. Uh, in fact, this goes for everything I do now, Brad. It's about actually connecting deeper to myself and connecting deeper to other people rather than working for any. Yeah, we need money to live, but my motivation and even my motivation for movement is more based in actually being able to connect in a good way with people. My tribe and being with my tribe, you know, as much as I will make a lot more money in Bristol than I will in Glasgow, that's that's the last reason I'm... In fact, that's, that's the first time I've actually said that. Is because I'm looking for this connection that, that my young ambitious personal trainer guy who had it. You know I had the big life. You know it's great I travel the world in luxury, but uh, this uh, this what I'm talking about. This connection. This is my healing that is really. high.
1: Yeah, you don't want to have to fight to fit in.
0: So I've got to,
1: just something to cover before we finish here today. We were talking earlier about distance healings. So as an energy healer, so how does that work? I'm magic. <laughs> yeah. like you don't have to be in the same room, the same country. even.
0: No, no, yeah? no, no, no. How does that work? So uh, it's only within the mind where we have the realm of time and space. I don't want to get too much into the physics, and this is physics I'm talking about now. Uh, a lot of the stuff I talk around is physics, just in an esoteric way, but physics backs up everything I'm saying. Now, science backed up. So how do we do that? So... Uh, How do you know when that person's going to call you two seconds before you pick up the phone, knowing they're going to call? Right? You're that same frequency that you know that you've connected to that other person on a higher level. Right? So you're to that that part of us that catches and says, don't do the stupid stuff, and we do it anyway. So I'm basically tapping into that part for the hour and the healing. You know, the first, way I work with people is the first session is an hour and a half. So it's an hour and a half just for the first session, because I do a lot of analysis in the energy field. I actually measure these chakras. So I actually have a measurement tool, well, which is my hand or my head, but I can use pendulums. I use my, I just use my being now to measure people's chakras because they can run. The energy is meant to run into the body clockwise. Sometimes we're actually putting it out the way, it's counterclockwise, Mm. sometimes we're running it out to one side, if we've got real issues with our father or our mother, we'll push it to one side and run the energy very masculine, if we've got issues with mum and disconnect the feminine, they can actually split in two and be ripped and torn apart if we're mother and fathers, so we actually need to rejoin them, so how do I do this? It's through the higher selves, the wise part of ourselves that the healing's taking place, that's, that's way above the physical world, you know, that's in the world. It's called like, the mother's intuition, basically, is how I heal through distance, you know. So what I'll do, I'll explain it. I've kind of tried to give you a gist there. I hope that was enough. But me personally, I'll really, I'll open these energy centres. I'm talking about these chakras, like you said. So I'll really open them up. I'll then, what I'll do is I'll have a call with the person on camera for 10 minutes and i'll have a look and see what's going on in their energy and i'll chat them and i'll feel them i'll then know where the healing's going to go i'm in that higher space for that part of the healing also and i'm getting a lot of information so i can be sitting talking to you but i can also be taking loads of notes about what's happening at the same time your guide will be talking to me so i'm taking in multiple streams information and I'm analysing and then I'm utilising them at the same time. So I'll be talking to you and you can be saying one thing and your higher guy be saying another. So I'm listening here, but I'm really trusting there. It's not that I distrust the person, but I've found through experience, been doing this 15 years, you know, in a way uh, that this part's always right and this part can be wrong. So I'll be listening and engaging with my client and, connection here, but I'll also be connected through the energy centers, picking up any information, any visions that I see when I'm talking to them, any sounds that come in, any voice, I might just get a word drop in, you know, serotonin, right, and that's for me, that's nothing, I'll never tell that to the client, I don't even tell the client this part of what we're talking about here, you know, I don't know if i even shared this part with you, but basically, it's what I'm one working and getting information in many levels. I'm also feeling my physical body. When I tap into their body, I'll actually feel their problems inside me. So say they've got like at the minute, I don't want to get, say they've got a bit of tension in the neck, right? I'll feel that and I'll feel inside what emotions in there stored. while I'm talking to them and write that down because that'll kind of flag itself up. So I'll then disconnect the call, we switch the camera off, that client will then go and lie in their bed or the yoga, whatever they can feel most comfortable for 40, 40 to 50 minutes, sometimes more, sometimes less. Sometimes that could be done in 20 minutes because there's no time and space in there. Mm-hmm. So I could do an hour's healing in five minutes. <laughs> I don't want to get too deep with this. It's like when the party is great, it finishes in two hours and when it's a terrible party, it feels six hours. Mm-hmm. So healing just, it's timeless. So it feels like I've been away five minutes because I'm in such a beautiful space and that's the healing complete. And I look at my watch and I've maybe been there an hour sometimes. Gotcha. So I run energy through these centers towards the client. I get out of the way. Once I've felt enough information in their energy field, I may then go to a specific chakra. And there in Dubai, see, I'm in here, or in Spain, wherever. I've actually then, energetically, I'll rebuild it for them. I'm here, they're there. I'm fully connected to their energy through the vibes. So I'm connected through the higher vibes that we're talking about, through the child's imaginary friend, in that realm, I'm in that realm that person really doesn't know that realm because they believe they're stupid for, her, for seeing that realm. So they're actually working in a realm above them. But as that client wakes up, like they then maybe start to get some information of what I'm doing. So a lot of people feel like one of you, the, the guys that you put me on, I'll not say his name, but from down your way who you came, like he actually says if he was jumping off the bed, like the energy was so intense in him that I was working with. He's a, his physical body jumped off the bed. He was in Bristol or, or down your way, and I'm up here. And after it, he was just because like, I always connect ten minutes after the healing, mm. and explain any any feedback that the system may say. I need watermelon, for instance. See, I guess that's the guidance I'll get. Mm. You know, I'll ask. I don't get guidance with that, so I'll ask a question as as I'm connected into that part. Is there a specific uh, nutrient that'll be good for him? Any foods that will really assist? this client's energy field grow and strengthen and this might be something simple. as take watermelon i say to the person take watermelon and see how it works you know I had a guy uh, two weeks ago with insomnia came to me and and, uh, we'll finish with this Brad he was eating loads of meat uh, hadn't slept for a long time this poor guy just terrible sleep I gave him one heel and told him you need to he was eating meat for that's what I felt in his body it was just full of anger and the anger was actually it was both his anger and also loads of anger coming through the meat, the meat's angry. Interesting. Because of raging. Yeah. are raging. So that rage sticks there. And we're eating raging, raging food. It makes us rage. So when we feel angry, we tendency towards meat. So I said to this guy, Stop. Uh, the guy this was maybe come away from meat, eating a lot of meat he's four, sometimes five times a week a lot. That's a lot to me. I don't know what a lot is nowadays, but it's a Beef, bolognese, steak. Uh, uh, so he stopped eating meat, had the fish, and then some. I, I told him, I said, Still have meat. I said, Don't cut me, but I'm really advising you cut it back as much as you can. Seeing the guy one week later, he'd never slept as well. He'd never felt as peaceful. Everything that he came with and things he didn't come with, that's as beautiful but that's work. I'm going mean, to end with this. People come for specific things and other things until they didn't even know was going to heal. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they present.
1: Know they present with is very rarely the the what what needs the work yeah
0: right true. i uh, beautiful, said brad so yeah.
1: uh, interesting well well thank you man yeah awesome we will leave it there for today but uh, certainly to be continued uh yeah very interesting brother uh, very insightful
0: i enjoyed it i've never spoke with sqmd before so it's really enjoyable yeah. it's part of me freeing up just...
1: yeah massive massive insights for me too man um, yeah, and, and uh, definitely more to be to be spoken about. There's more to come.